and welcome to the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the show about starting, growing, and marketing your purpose-led business. No magic wands, no false promises, just simple, straightforward, and honest advice based on decades of experience. I'm your host, Sarah Price, and you are ready to actually make a difference. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the one-stop shop you need to help you to get your impact business up, running and growing. I'm your host, Sarah Price, and in this episode, we are going to be tackling the thorny issue of money because you need to get your money mindset sorted out if you're going to charge properly for your work. And one of the core building blocks that you need to have in place in your impact business is pricing. You need to price your products appropriately to make the money you want and deserve to make without resentment or overwhelm. But we're not going to be talking specifically about pricing today, because if there is one thing I know is going to get in the way of you being able to hear anything I say about pricing, it's the money monkeys. Those little voices chattering away in your ear, telling you that doing good should be its own reward. You can't make money and make a difference. You really can't possibly charge that much. Today, we're going to look at money red flags, money beliefs, and money stories. And I am going to share with you one of the key things that I think can help you to silence those chattering money monkeys. Now, up front, there's something I want you to know. I like money. Note, I am not disguising this with words like abundance or wealth. I completely agree that we can experience abundance without having much money, and we can feel wealthy with an empty bank account. But money is what pays the bills, and I'm talking about actual cash. I love the fact that it makes me independent. I love the feeling of security I get from knowing that no one can ever take my home from me. But above all, I love what I can do with it. The causes that I can support, the people I can help, the services I can offer, the generosity I can extend towards others. And yes, I also like the fact that it means I can go on good holidays, buy handbags and throw parties. But it hasn't always been the case that I like money or indeed that I had any. Growing up, I grew up um, in Jersey, in the Channel Islands, which many of you will have heard of. Known by many as a tax haven, we prefer to think of it as an international financial centre, I was surrounded by wealth for my whole childhood. But my family wasn't wealthy. And so what I learned on some deep subconscious level was that wealth and abundance were possible because I saw it all around me all of the time, but it wasn't for me. And because of that belief, for years, I pushed money away. I made it and then somehow I just gave it away because I wasn't allowed to have wealth. I wasn't allowed to experience financial abundance. I had wealth in many other areas of my life, great friendships, a job I loved, a fabulous social life, but actual cash money wealth, I had learned that that wasn't for me. And so I made it so. I developed 
a small debt mountain. In fact, let's be honest, quite a big one. I lived way beyond my means. Nowadays, not so much. I have a nice home, a nice car, money in the bank, an investment fund, a pension fund. I go on nice holidays, buy those handbags, throw those parties, and I support Greenpeace and Joe's Trust, Amnesty International, and a range of other causes. Why am I telling you this? To be smug? No. All right, a little bit. But because if it is possible for me, then it is possible for you too. How did I do it? I brought mindful awareness to my relationship with money. I acknowledged the money monkeys, the limiting beliefs and the false stories that I had picked up over the years. And then I worked with a coach to dismantle them. Now, I wish that I could coach everyone listening to this podcast into giving up their money monkeys. Sadly, that's not possible. But I am going to give you some starting points for your journey of exploration and one tool that I believe will make all the difference to your money mindset. Now, I believe that when it comes to money, everybody sits on a spectrum, right? At one end of the spectrum are the spenders. For them, The solution to most problems will involve spending money. So in a business setting, if a spender hasn't got enough people signed up for a program, they will spend thousands of pounds on Facebook ads. Or if they can't keep on top of their to-do list, they'll buy task management software. Now, these things aren't wrong in themselves, but for a spender, spending is their default response. They don't tend to consider the alternatives. And at the other end of the spectrum are the savers, who don't spend at all. In business, they won't invest in support. They don't invest in systems. They refuse to spend money on promotion. Again, it's a default position, a refusal to consider spending. And then there are those who sit towards the middle of the spectrum, in the zone where those people that I think of as sensible dwell, like me. I have no problem investing in support, training and systems because I recognise that this is how I will grow my business and make my own life easier. But I also have savings. About three to four months worth of operating expenses in cash reserves. One thing I've noticed over the years is that it's possible to be at different places on the spectrum in different parts of our lives. So for example, in my personal life, I am still a bit of a spendthrift. You know, I love to shop, but in my business life, much more sensible, closer to the middle of that spectrum. And here's the thing. If I can be in different places on that spectrum, in different aspects of my life, then logically that means that A, your approach to money and your place on that spectrum isn't fixed. B, Your place on the spectrum is determined by your mindset, your attitudes, your beliefs, and your priorities. And see, all of that can be changed. The first step is to gain knowledge and let go of judgment. Because it's interesting, isn't it, how much judgment comes up when we talk about money. When I opened this podcast by saying, I like money, there will be people listening who judged me. 
We judge ourselves, we judge others. Spenders see the savers as scrooges, as joy-destroying party poopers, and savers see the spenders as irresponsible wastrels. And in the middle of the spectrum, those sensible people smugly believe that everyone else is too extreme and just plain wrong. But the truth is that wherever you sit on that spectrum, nearly everyone has money stuff. Nearly everyone has unhelpful money stories and unconscious beliefs about money. And these stories and beliefs dictate our behaviour in business as well as in life. Judging ourselves isn't helpful and judging others is frankly none of our business. But recognising where we are and considering the consequences of that, doing something about it, much more useful. So firstly, know where you are on the spectrum and recognise the implications that may have for your business. And just in case you're thinking, I'm in a pretty good place actually, I don't have any issues. Let me just go over some red flags that to me signify unresolved money issues, irrespective of where you sit on the spectrum. So grab yourself a pen and a piece of paper and just make a note if any of the following are familiar to you. You don't know your monthly average income. You don't know what your profit margin in your business is. You don't know how much money you made last year. You're consistently undercharging for your work. You would like to charge more, but you tell yourself that you can't because your clients can't afford it. You feel resentful at times because you're working hard, but you're just not making enough money. You avoid getting really visible because that would require you to talk about what you do and then eventually how much you charge for it. You avoid sales calls and sales conversations with potential clients because it will involve talking about money. You set up a sales call and then spend so long chatting about stuff and getting to know them that you forget to make the sale. You negotiate with yourself, offering discounts on your prices before anyone has even asked for them. You haven't put your prices up in over a year. You keep saying yes to doing pro bono work for friends, family, potential clients, even though you barely have the time to do it. People tell you all the time that your prices are too low and you listen to them. Or they tell you that your prices are too high and you listen to them. You've been told more than once by a mentor, guru or friend that you have money issues. You don't have any reserves of cash in your business. You have more than six months of cash reserves in your business. You don't have an accountant. You do have an accountant, but you don't really understand what he or she does. Is there anyone listening to this podcast that doesn't relate to a single one of those red flags? I doubt it because nearly everyone has money stuff. And maybe that stuff comes from the stories we learn about money as children. Maybe from the limiting beliefs about money that our parents passed on to us. And maybe those beliefs come from our cultural paradigm. It doesn't really matter. What matters now is what you're going to do about it. Again, I wish I could coach everyone listening to this podcast. I can't. But I can tell you one thing that you can do right now 
that will help. Recognize and own your value. Recognizing and owning your value makes it easier to get comfortable with money. If you appreciate your value and you attach a clear value to the work that you do, you will be comfortable having conversations about money and you will charge accordingly. And because you're comfortable around money and you know that it isn't the be all and end all of business, but that it is important, you will stay on top of the details. If you know your value and you truly own it, it doesn't matter what other people think about your prices, only what you think. Now, don't mishear me. That is not a get out of jail free card if you are really pricing too low or too high. But it's very unlikely that you are pricing too high or too low if you own your value. And so what other people think becomes irrelevant. And if you're sitting there thinking, well, actually, I know how valuable my work is. It's awesome. It's transformative. It's completely amazing. And yet I'm still not charging properly for it. I am still an ostrich when it comes to finances. If that's you, then I will bet that you may know your value in theory, but you don't own it in practice. And there's a little money monkey whispering in your ear. What you do is so easy. It's so simple. You can't possibly charge that much for it. Or, yeah, sure, you're great at what you do, but other people are better and they don't charge that much. Sound familiar? Let me help. I am going to share with you a visualization that I use with my clients, something that helps them to get to the core of their value, to see it, to understand it, and to own it. And I invite you to spend some time listening to this visualization. You'll find a link in the show notes and getting in touch with the value that you bring because it's time and you are ready to actually make a difference. Thank you for listening to the Actually Making a Difference podcast with me, Sarah Price. Come and join a community of purpose in our free and friendly Actually Making a Difference Facebook group. Because now that you're part of my world, you need never feel alone on this entrepreneurial journey and you will always be welcome.